humans! Welcome to Palin Around, the official Your Kiki Gal Pal podcast. Here we'll be focusing on video games, fandom, pop culture, and how they all interact through the internet. My name is Caitlin, and joining me as always is one half of the Mark Ruffalo fan club, Monty. That's me, hello. And also joining us tonight, the other half of our fan club is sadly missing. Uh, Jess is on a well-deserved vacation right now. Um, but instead joining us is the lovely Chris Compendio. Hello, I'm actually part of the uh, Philadelphia chapter of the Mark Ruffalo fan club, so uh, I should be able to uh, fill in that role uh, quite well, I think. Hello. <laughs> How's it going, Chris? Well, I almost missed this recording. <laughs> <laughs> I I woke up in a puddle of my own sweat on my bed. Sorry for that uh, descriptive detail, but, uh... Yeah, I'm, I'm just exhausted. Uh, I was in Los Angeles for the Electronic Entertainment Expo, and I caught the gamer flu, so uh, that's where I'm at right now. Uh, but yeah, I, 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 I saw a bunch of gamers. <laughs> did, how many did you citizens arrest? <laughs> um, oh man, um, unfortunately I had so many appointments that I, I, I didn't do my God-given duty of um, putting these these people in gamer jail like man remember when um i, I think it was in the um the yurki gal discord server i was like ranting about how dr disrespect was at the um the ea play event as like some sort of influencer meeting greet and y'all were like arrest him <laughs> and um i think it was the day or like two days after that whole snafu in the bathroom you could have stopped it chris i could have prevented it i feel like i i I felt like i was like uh, a time traveler who like um messed up their duty and like preventing this horrible crime from happening you were our boots on the ground um, and you didn't i know you fucking didn't stop him oh i take responsibility i take responsibility for dr spett and his actual um breaking of the law (laughs) his literal crime that he committed i know (laughs) literal gamer crime that he committed (laughs) i just want to know what significance is it recording in a fucking bathroom like the recording was just so weird there's people at the urinals there's a fucking child i was very confused it's i i couldn't tell you i don't know what he was thinking other than like yo i'm famous and i'm hilarious so i'm i'm gonna get away with this but no Fuck you. <laughs> Gamers are good. Gamers are I bad. I don't see any def- Certainly, there must, like, he must have had his legion of fans defend him. I don't know how the hell you can possibly do that. Uh, but if you try to, you're, you're trash. He's a trash. Yeah. Wow. He just gets away with shit because of his mullet. Anyway. <laughs> someone some someone um i i was there with dual shockers and a colleague of mine said he looks like someone who's always in disguise <laughs> so just just take off the disguise it's like a normal person then he'll they'll let him back in yeah but, uh, yeah yeah uh, he looks like a goddamn mess i bet he smells bad too probably yeah i can't imagine that he would smell good get that xbox gamer wash <laughs> <laughs> I first fucking saw that in my work elevator and I was freaking out and the guy next to me like he saw me like laugh and he's like did you see that ad I was like yeah he's like yeah and that was it that was <laughs> that was our whole conversation oh god I'm so ugh I, I think it was the Microsoft theater had like hosed us all down with it like just <laughs> shoot it at the audience like Phil Spencer has a fireman's hose oh my god <laughs> Keanu Reeves comes out and like <laughs> uh, oh, man. he just febrezes the Keanu. first row. That's like okay, that's okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're breathtaking, and he starts like sh- like shooting everyone in the you know. Oh my god! Just like breath mints <laughs> everywhere. Oh boy, they missed an opportunity. Yeah. Well, what are you gonna do? Maybe next year. <laughs> Oh, God, I don't know how you transition from that, so we're just going to do a dry run. Um, Speaking of Keanu, speaking speaking of of video games, um, (laughs) fucking, it's Pride Month. Um, Everybody, there's my transition. Everybody's stoked on E3, but you know what else June is? Pride Month, which is about gay shit. (laughs) 
<laughs> so that's what we're going to talk about today is gay shit in video games. I have not had my fill of gay shit just yet. I need more. That's me every single day. I'm like, where, <laughs> when will I have some good fucking food? <laughs> when will I have a good snack? <laughs> Video games, please give me more snacks. <laughs> please, I'm tired of these fucking cops in my games. Please, more. Uh, Can I tell you about a cool indie game I saw at E3? Yes. That um, ever heard of Knife Sisters? <laughs> no, but I'd like to. Oh man, it's it's actually already out. Speaking of a thruple that I'd like to be in. <laughs> no, 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 it. It's a really, it's a really neat visual novel. It's kind of like this black and white hand drawn, but it's kind of like it's kind of rough, uh, like like deliberately rough. And you play as Leo, who's non-binary, and you have like a new uh, roommate who's kind of into some cultish shit. <laughs> okay. Um, but you know, Leo's also to like also like it's like BDSM and. Uh, it's kind of like a sort of a dating thing, and you can like kind of choose between spending time between three different partners. And uh, I played thirty minutes. Of, actually, I played more of it because I was so into it that I was late to my next appointment. <laughs> but it's uh, it's it's on Steam and itch.io, and it's I think they're trying to get it on Android, and they will not put it on iOS because um, I don't think they'll let. It be on, which is really yeah. a bummer because it was so. Um, I was just really compelled, and uh, the uh, two of the developers were there, and they were so awesome to talk to. But I, I made I'm mentioning that because that was like the gayest shit that I played on e on the E3 floor. Yeah, I'm surprised that something like that was there. Honestly, yeah, yeah. Shout out to the Indiecade people. Uh, Boyfriend Dungeon was you know you've played Boyfriend Dungeon. I have played like, Boyfriend was, Dungeon. Um, yeah, they they were also there, and uh, a bunch of other good shit was there. But yeah, that's really the only gay that I got from E three. If you want, if you want like an indication of how how dire things are, you know, like there are two <laughs> giant halls, and then only like one little one little part of one little booth had something that was like that had queerness at the very focus of it yeah i mean i'm like zero percent surprised about that like i last year for okb's ok e3 coverage wrote an op-ed talking about like because last year they had anthem and assassin's creed on the e3 stage and it was like the double hitter of anthem being like we're not doing romances and assassin's creed being like we are and you can be gay and mm -hmm. Um, so I wrote a thing about it being like, um, oh, it was also the E3 where they showed the gay kiss for, uh, Last of Us. Yeah. And so my whole thing was basically just like, um, this is all well and good, but like those lesbians are going to die. And like, it's fucked that Anthem doesn't have queer romances considering Bioware is the only place that people can get it. But also it's kind of bullshit that like one company can have the monopoly on like queer romances and have that make it seem like they're yeah. progressive. Um, yeah. and somehow this C3 was even worse because there was just nothing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Also, Not at yeah, all. Yeah, just no. given also like it's every fucking June and they just like don't talk about anything like relating to Pride is also kind of shitty. I don't like I think I talked about it before with another friend and I think this is going to like tie into like maybe like the first thing we're going to talk about which is like Overwatch lore and all that stuff. It's just like there's, I think, too much slack on pushing for, like, LGBT content, because it's just like, oh, well, you know, it's starting out, like, you can't demand it. It's like, why not? Like, why does it always have to be, like, step by step? Why not just ever? But then I remember how gross games are. Yep. Yeah, games are bad. Um, well, and that's the thing. I think that's a good segue into the thing of, like, yeah, it fucking sucks that we only ever get like table scraps and then people are really fucking stoked over table scraps which like i get it because when you have nothing and then you get something you want to be hype and like the big triple a things that like are the most popular and the most accessible like yeah i get wanting to have queer shit in that but like it's so frustrating to watch people over and over and over again be like 
oh my god, AAA games, why aren't they including people? Or, oh, they are including people, therefore, like, they're great no matter how basic the coverage is. And it's like, there's a whole wealth of, like, actual queer people making cool shit in indie space that, like, are just getting ignored. Mm -hmm. Um and not supported and instead we're just like rallying at these shitty companies that are never gonna do us justice like like the fucking assassin's creed thing the dlc was fucking homophobic as shit yep mm-hmm. i think the worst part is that uh oh no, no, this is not the worst part but a bad part is that a lot of um a lot of gamers they will kind of be mad at queer communities for not being satisfied enough i guess like they think we should be content with the table scraps um almost like i don't know it's like they want to scientifically measure like oh there's probably like this many uh queer folks uh in the world so like they usually only get like that little bit of representation which is like total bs because you know, like, it's just, like, me kind of playing devil's advocate for representation in general, but it's it's important because you are trying to depict, like, a wide array of experiences. You're trying to, you know, normalize such experiences, and, you know, being gay and being queer is not, like, one experience that you can ca- encapsulate in just, like, one character out of many in, like, say, like, a, a large AAA video game. Well, yeah, and, like, I mean, like, all three of us are queer, and each of our queernesses could not be, like, depicted in the same way. Totally. And so, like, you can't translate that to a video game. Or, like, like, you can have one experience, but that's only going to be one experience, and that's, like, not enough. Yeah, yeah. Um, and you, you, you definitely can't have, like, just one character, like, try to represent that whole community. Um, and... You know, that's why I really like that's why I really liked an experience like Knife Sisters where like it was totally focused on on queerness and like it was just like a a diverse set of queer characters. Like they were all like they were all very different characters, which is like I I saw myself in that game, I saw people that I knew in that game. And um you know, it's it's it was very reflective of those kinds of experiences, and um, it made me think back to, like, I, I played this other game, Wander Song, last year, and if you've ever followed my writings, like, you know how much I love this game, and I had a really awesome combo with with Greg Lobanoff, the creator, and he was talking about how there was, like, there were so many non-binary people in his life, and it just seemed really natural to, like, have non-binary characters in that game. Um, and, you know, um, I... I I've had conversations about this uh, all the time with my friends, and we're basically like, imagine how boring your life is if you just if you just don't have that like diverse of a uh, a group to, you know, work or hang out or be friends with, um, because maybe, you know, like we're we're like in our own little community here, right? And a lot of us are like queer, and that experience is, is you know. It's valid, you know. It's it's uh it's very much real, and um to see that kind of experience not represent repres excuse me, uh, represented, um is is you know kind of a bummer, and especially in a month like Pride, uh, I feel like I'm rambling right now, but so stoppy anytime. No, but, you're good. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm like I'm I have like all these points, and I'm like starting to stream them together into one nonsensical uh <laughs> slide, but um. But basically what I'm saying is that um, games should not be afraid to be too queer just to make straight people comfortable. Yeah, well, yeah. because, like, <laughs> I feel like it always comes down to that fucking bullshit core gamer thing. where yeah. And it's, like, it's not true. Like, it's just, like, statistically even, it's not true. Like, I'm sure, like, cishet white dudes are still, like, the main people buying games. But not by such a wide margin that they should be catered to the way that they are. And, like, it's completely just a fucking excuse because most people in games, like, creation are still fucking cishet white dudes. Yeah. Yeah. And and then you'll get the pushback of, like, say they're, like, I don't know, a cast of eight characters and, like, two of them are queer, you know? And, um... Somehow you'll get a pushback from cishet gamers being like, oh, there are too many gay people here. And it's like, yo, y'all already got so many games with 
cishead white dudes, you know. Um, it's kind of like, um, you know, Kaylee, we've talked about Jessica Jones before. We have. Um, season two had all female directors. And so what you got was like uh, people talking about, oh, but, but, but true equality, first of all, fuck that phrase, true equality, um, would have like, oh, it should be like half and half men and women uh, directors or whatever. The reason why a stunt like that works to me is because you're, you know, 13 episodes, you're putting um, 13 female directors on the forefront, you're highlighting them. You know, like, we haven't earned the, you know, the true equality, whatever that it means, uh, yet, because we haven't normalized, uh, just having female directors regularly, um, so you're, you're going to have to, like, do something big like that before we can, like, get to that point that, I guess, ideally everyone will be okay with, you know, which is, like, an equal number of male-female directors, um. You know, likewise for for queer people, you know. Um, if you want to see queer people, like, regularly in fiction and media, um, I want to see more games and movies and TV shows that, um, that emphasize queerness, you know, like, that totally center around that. Um, otherwise, we're just going to have to go with, like, token characters from now on, which yeah. is... Um, <laughs> yeah, no, I was gonna bring that up with, like, the tokenism and just kind of, like, the mm-hmm. queer baiting. I know me and Kaylin have talked about it before, because, um, like, when there is, you know, an exciting, like, ooh, ooh, queer, queer stuff going on, it's always kind of the same thing, or from what I've experienced from the games that I've played, um, especially, like, bigger and more popular games, it's kind of the same thing. Like, there is a couple of queer characters, and then something super fucking devastating happens to them. And it's in every single one, and it really sucks, because it's always kind of very similar experiences, and that also ties into, like, the first thing we talked about. But I I definitely, like you said, just more queer representation, but I'm also just, like, sick of seeing the same thing over and over again. Um, Also, just killing off, like, queer characters is always, like, really fucking uneasy to me. I think it's really weird, and I'm I'm just sick of it. Yeah, for sure. Well, and I think my thing, too, is, like, because I've seen people get pissed when, like, when you bring up the barrier queers and people are like, well, what, gay people aren't allowed to die? And it's like, well, no, but, like, one, it's always tragedy porn. Mm -hmm. And two, if you have one gay character who's also the side character, like, and they die, that's fucking garbage. Like... The answer is always just, if there's more queer characters, then it won't be shitty. Like, mm-hmm. then, yeah, people can die. But also, too, they have to be fully developed real characters. Like, that's why the Overwatch stuff is so fucking frustrating. Because, like, to me, being like, I hated the Soldier 76 announcement. Because, to me, it was like, oh, they just tacked this on to him. Like, it wasn't part of his character when they announced it. Like it, Like, it wasn't, it's not relevant, really, to anything. Like, it just, and then too, I hate, like, sometimes fandom reactions, I get it, you're excited, but the whole, like, Soldier 76 is gay rights, I'm like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> like, it just, you know what I mean? Like, it's not anything it's, real. It's not yeah. anything tangible. It's, it's and all, like, it's all scraps. Like, it, sure, they can say it in a tweet, like, yeah, man, he's fucking gay, but, like, where in the game... Does that incorporate, like, does he talk about, like, his relationships? Does he say something about anyone well, that like, he was in a in relationship with? Even in the comic with? where it got announced, they had to go to Twitter and ask the guy who wrote the comic for confirmation because it wasn't clear enough in the comic itself. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It, it was like a, like, a JK Rowling level of, like, throwing us a bone. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I just, like... Like, I have a lot of problems with their world building and their lore, but, like, if you're, if you, if the way that you tend to build lore, which is the comics, is not fucking clear enough, then you're doing a bad job. No, yeah. Overwatch is really weird with their stuff. I think, what, they had the one thing with, what is it, Tracer? Like, mm-hmm. with a comic a couple years ago. And then, I don't know if you guys remember, but there was, like, a 
a statement that like it cleared up that like um was it Symmetra? She's she's canon, she's autistic, but nowhere mm-hmm. in like yes. a comic or nowhere in the game does that like relate to that. It's just like, yeah, she's autistic. Like, cool, you definitely incorporated that, but like what the fuck? Like that was just one little tweet. Like we need something yeah, else. Yeah, and also Symmetra oh, Symmetra's a whole other thing because her her canon is problematic as fuck. Yeah, it is. Like, she's part of, like, a hyper-colonistic, like, tech brigade. And she's a scientist, like, basically because she's autistic. Mm. And oh. it's like, okay! Alright! Overwatch! And, like, at least with... At least with Tracer, we saw in the comic the actual relationship happening and, like, the kiss and stuff. But the fact that for Soldier 76, they were, like, talking about past relationships and it was, like, a brief illusion. And then people had to tweet the man and be like, yo, was this gay? Or, like, that's (laughs) obscene. That's ridiculous. You gotta, you gotta love Blizzard. They don't want, they want to have it all like maybes. Yeah, that was. A, I remember when that came out, and it was a lot of like side eyes of like, hmm, gay, perhaps, but like nothing, like super, <laughs> like stated. Ah, uh, I don't know. Overwatch, I stopped playing it like a while ago. It's just, it's just too much for me now. I just don't. Yeah, it's not even scratch. It's like breadcrumbs, <laughs> and then like expecting like like cheers and pats on the back to Jeff Kaplan for that. <laughs> We're all pigeons. <laughs> not anymore monty Gay we're pigeons, free yes. we have left we have left overwatch we are free yeah <laughs> oh man god it's so fucking just nightmarish and then too i feel like this is speaking of e3 um i don't want to get too in the weeds on it just because like we it, it's it's there's a lot of, there's already been a lot of discourse on it but like i feel like cyberpunk and fucking cd project red are doing that same shit but like e- doing a somehow even worse job of it where like they had that whole fucking scandal about the ray lighting photo that has the picture of like the trans model and like the statement regarding it was really fucking bad and like yeah. Clearly well-intentioned, I think, but, like, just ignorant. Just fucking ignorant. And, like, so many people have been talking about it. And, like, I can't really be a person to be, like, it was good or bad because, like, I'm not a trans woman. But just, like, looking at it from the perspective of, like... Like, because in the, in the fucking statement that the lady who knew about it said she was like oh well it's supposed to be about how they're like like using queer bodies for capitalism and it was like it's literally like you're literally just describing like the profession of modeling like there's no you're not explaining why it's bad you're literally just saying like this person is using their bot or like their this body is being used to promote a product and it's like yes that's like what modeling is <laughs> like right, yeah. you're not explaining to me why this is somehow like related to her queerness, related to her body's queerness, related to like the dystopic nature of of your game because like yes, we currently live in a dystopia, but if you're going to feed me like oh, we're in this cyberpunk sci-fi futuristic dystopia, like you need to give me more than just like modeling is a profession that's kind of fucked up. Yeah, it, it was um uh, a colleague of mine um, interviewed uh, someone from CD Punk, CD Project Red, excuse CD, CD Punk Red, um, and I, I asked my colleagues out to Logan Moore uh, to ask about that ad and to ask about if there are going to be any any trans or non-binary representation, uh, any narratives in that game, and about regarding the ad, he gave that same. That same, oh, it's like some sort of satire on consumerism and advertising spiel that was spreading around. And when it came to trans and non-binary narratives, it was kind of a, it was kind of a sidestep. And and, and uh, this dude just started talking about like transhumanism in general. 
Um, of course, this was before the announcement of like, yeah, we're going to put, um, you, you can have the option of being transgender or non-binary, so. Which, um, that's a new thing, too, because originally they said yeah. that that wasn't going to be the case. Yeah. I, I kept cringing because during that closed doors demo, uh, the guy kept saying, so you play as V, and uh, he or she, um, uh... like, as a non-binary person, I was, like, cringing the entire time, but the way the dude was saying he or she, like, like again, like, he expected a pat on the back, for like, yeah, we got both genders here, and I'm like, well... <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh my <laughs> Luckily, God. there was a paper survey that we could all fill out afterwards, but, um... But... I don't know. It's it's um it's hard to cuz like on on one hand I'm glad they're making that change on the other hand I can't believe they didn't think of that in the first place. And then yeah. you have the whole element of okay, so like we're not totally satisfied by that, but at the same time gamers are being shitty in replies and comments about it. Yeah. Like, they don't know, they don't understand, like, they don't know what the fuck the the concept of cyberpunk implies or is. Well, and I mean, there's, like, honestly, everybody should listen to the Waypoint Radio from E3 that talks about yeah. cyberpunk. Because Austin does a really good job of, like, laying out the intricacies of that genre. And, like, cyberpunk is kind of a fucked up genre. It's very much based on, like, Orientalism. It's very much based on, like, cynical yep. views of transhumanism. Like, a lot of it is about, like, oh, if you modify your body, you lose your humanity. And, like, so there's a lot of, like, really cynical, fucked up stuff about that genre. But a lot of people have taken it and, like, appropriated it into, like, queer utopianism where, like, you could have the body you wanted to fit your identity and all that and have it be really fucking cool. But, like, it's a really complicated genre and this is just, like, feels incredibly ham-fisted. Um, and, like, it just, yeah. Totally. There's no, like, because there's a lot to talk about with cyberpunk, but, like... It's just, it's really weird, especially with, like, the whole, like, when when did they put out that tweet about the fucking, like, making fun of, like, the assume, like, my gender thing? Was that, like, last oh, year? Or, it was, like, it was a couple months oh. ago. Wow, okay, time flies. Um, so, like, you'd think maybe after that, like, there would be some sort of PR and like HR thing like hey like we should really like kind of fucking crack down our shit or views on gender um I'm gonna tie it back into the poster and how that was tweeted um I again I'm not a trans person I could be very wrong about this like correct me if like you know my views aren't like the the best but I grew up in a very like transphobic setting especially coming from like a very catholic church and there's always this very bad joke about trans women and you know it's just like they would it was like a butt of a joke especially in like latino machismo culture like like if there was like a woman that was strong and like she was very independent like they'd always say really really awful shit like it would be really nasty shit like oh well careful like she you know I have something different down there, that sort of thing. And seeing that, like, sure, they meant it, like, sort of in a different way, but, like, that kind of ties into, like, seeing trans women as a joke and as a trap, and that made me feel really uneasy. But again, it could be me overthinking it and being, like, just a bit too aware about it. Um, yeah, I, mean, I don't know. I've seen people, like, trans women who had that take also. I mean, mm-hmm. I think regardless, because again, like, there are trans people who, like, trans women and, like, trans femme folks who are, like, on both sides of it. So, like, again, like, we can't, we can't say whether it's good or bad or whatever, but yeah. I think it's extremely apparent, even from just the way that the ad is framed, that, like, because it, it has, like, waist height parts of the advertisement are in neon. Like, mm-hmm. you are meant to see that. So, like, if nothing else, it's meant to be some sort of, like, shock factor or, like, some sort of, like, ho-ho, look, there's more than you thought. Yeah. And, like, whether that's good or bad, I can't say. But I think, again, it comes down to it just being fucking poorly done because there's no context. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, you're completely right. Yeah, you, you can't you can't really sorry, um you, you can't really use context as like a defense because um what, what really matters is what you're showing to everyone. So 
I, I I talked to a a gentleman who is uh in who's like doing localization for Sega and Atlas, and we talked about uh we talked about Catherine Full Body. Mm-hmm. As you know, there is a lot of stuff kind of surrounding uh that re-release with uh with the character of Erica, who is a trans woman. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you know, to the credit of the person I was talking to, like he he seemed to have like a good, a good grasp on like the vocabulary and like what people were were um were had had an outcry for. So when he was talking about Erica, like he he knew the term dead name, you know, he knew that like dead naming Erica in the credits uh, was was not a good thing to do, and he stated like in the original release that was like a huge regret that they were able to fix for the re-release. So you know, all credit to them. Um, when he was talking about, um, how there was a lack of context for, um, for not only the Erica ending in the Japanese release, and also the, there was that image of, uh, Vincent looking at Rin and having, like, kind of a shot face, which, of course, is, like, it's, it's, it's coded in a way that makes you think that, it's a it's a gag about being transgender, and um, you know the person I was talking to was saying like, oh, well, there was there just was a was a lack of context, but that imagery that's being used in the promotion of the game and that's meant to invoke that whole haha trans people gag. So you know context doesn't really matter because th- those are like the feelings that you're trying to invoke in people through through that promotion through the thing that everyone sees you know um so you know uh, i'm i'm not trying to like trash the guy i, I talked to because he was, it was a really good conversation he kind of like talked about the 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 pitfall the pitfall eh, the pitfalls of localization it's not an easy thing to do at all when there are so many um cultural differences it's more than just like putting something through google translate <laughs> so you know atlas has had <laughs> a mixed record let's say <laughs> maybe yeah. um maybe you can speak more to that uh, i haven't played too many of their games but you know it it's it's kind of um it must be a challenge for them to make that content sensible for a western audience while still maintaining that you know what he calls the japanese-ness of it uh i know nothing about persona 5 but i only like what you've written about caitlin so um it's homophobic as shit yeah (laughs) that's right yeah yeah let's uh let's talk about persona 4 and just like how kind of shit it is to certain characters especially like how they're weird on gender and also like kind of, like, finicky on one of the characters, like, sexuality. Um, Mm -hmm. Again, I'm really on hiring a fucking person, consulting if this is, like, okay, um, especially in this kind of, like, political climate. But again, like, I don't really know how politics work over in Japan. Like, I know, like, I can say stuff here as a person that lives in, like, the Western world, but, like, yeah, I don't know. It's, It's funky. It's a big mess atlas so, i don't know i wrote about this for into the spine selfish i'm just gonna plug real quick being real selfish um but it's your show there's <laughs> so the thing of, and i mean again i'm not an expert i just did a ton of research for this article but i mean i'm like not someone who ever lived there or anything but from what i gathered like the government over in japan is extremely conservative but the populace actually isn't as much And so the whole, like, weebs being like, oh, Japan is just, like, that's just the way Japan is. That's bullshit. It's not. It's just because they've had a really conservative government, basically. Like, this prime minister has been in office, like, the longest in the country's history since World War II. So, like, it's definitely a matter of the system and not the public. Um, And so... And it, and to someone who I talked to who lives over there kind of was talking to me about the fact that, like, the political culture in Japan is a little bit different just in that, like, they are not as, like, not even willing, but they just don't think about, like, mobilizing and, like, protesting and stuff as much as we do. Like, it's definitely, like, less of a thing over there. And so, like, their political activism just looks different because, like, it is, essentially. Um... And so the, it's just, like, a different way of 
being politically active or like even wanting to be politically active. Um, and so like a lot of stuff that's regressive and weird is just kind of like baked into the government, but like the people don't really follow it or give a shit. Um, and two, like it's wild. Literally, the only reason that gay marriage is banned in Japan is because of the way the government interprets their constitution. So it's just, it's very much a governmental thing. Which isn't to say there isn't like homophobia or transphobia in Japan, because like I'm sure there is, but it's just like saying that J- Japan's culture is inherently fucking transphobic or homophobic or whatever is bullshit. Yeah, and even so, that's not a good enough excuse for like why this, why, um, something localized here is, like, transphobic or homophobic, like, okay, even if it were, if you, if, even if you can blame the entire country of Japan, which is BS, as you pointed out, like, that doesn't justify it, like, it's, like, <laughs> like, you know, um, at, you know, at least props to, um, Catherine Fullbody for fixing that, um, dead naming, and, uh, I'm not sure exactly what they did with the ending of the game yet, but, um, you know, there there are ways to, to change and improve things, and um, you shouldn't just let it slide yeah. um, just because of your, perce- you know, your perceived uh, views on, or, or like, your, 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 um, your perception on how things work <laughs> over, uh, across the Pacific Ocean, I guess. Yeah, also, like, shout out to Sega for the Yakuza remakes that, where they're taking, like, a bunch of transphobic jokes out. Cause Hell that's- yeah! yeah. Exactly. Hell yeah. 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 Oh my god, I was so happy about that because I love the Yakuza game so much. That was just so fucking. Yeah, putting the work into not be shitty like that's that should definitely at least get a pat on the back, <laughs> you know? Yeah, for sure. And like, I know too. There's like a, I think it's called Job Rainbow. It's like a, it's it's in Japan and it's like a. LGBT plus um like job fair and Sega has been like going to that. So like honestly like hell yeah, props to Sega for that. Okay. Now just make a good Sonic game for all these sad people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Sonic is probably the gayest property they have, so it's um, true. He runs away. If you played Sonic Adventure 2 as a kid, I'm sorry. <laughs> You're gay. <laughs> I don't make the rules. Everyone I know who is into that game. I'm tweeting that. Is gay. I am tweeting that and quoting. <laughs> oh man, I never played that game. Does that mean I'm not gay? You you that. played Club Penguin. You are honorary gay. I can't. Yeah, it's not Sonic Adventure Penguin. 2. <laughs> God. That's so good. How 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 are the how are the other video game companies doing this Pride Month? You know, everyone's uh, everyone seems to love changing their logo to rainbow, and uh, uh you know, Pride is Pride is that now? Yeah, yeah. not video played? games, but more of animation. Fucking Nickelodeon like sent out a tweet. I think like June second, uh, like, hey, yeah, we love the gays, and then everyone was like ripping them apart, like with like the whole Korra, like Legend of Korra shit, like. They, yeah, and it's just like you know they were like telling actors that were gay or seemed quote unquote flamboyant to like calm their shit down. It's it, God. yeah, I love corporate. Yeah, I think we're gonna do like a full on ass episode about the fucking corporatization of pride, but like mm. the fucking honestly, it seems like it's even worse. Like. Like, the video game companies are bad, but it seems like, like, games media is so much worse. Like, especially Hmm. the independent, quote-unquote independent ones, like, Easy Allies and, like, Kind of Funny and all of them, where they're like, look, we have Pride merch! And, like, I'm like, okay, but, like, your communities allow queer people to be fucking harassed. And, like, you're selling that merch, but is any money, any of that money going to, like, queer organizations? And if it is, did you actually research what queer organization it's going to, or are you still giving to fucking HRC? Like, oh yeah, the it's just so frustrating. Like, I'm like, you you shouldn't get to make money off of us when you treat us like shit. Like, mm. Mm. 
a whole other episode, though. Oh, yeah. Yeah, corporate pride. A whole other thing. You know that, like, picture of, like, the little crab with, like, the laser eyes? Yeah. (laughs) I've been using that one a lot, and it's really great. I also have another one with, like, the the sheep, the wooloo sheep from Pokemon, with, like, Uh a picket that says, shut the fuck up, corporation. (laughs) 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 Also, that's you guys what I got. Oh, we stand (laughs) wooloo. That's gonna be the episode art for our corporate pride. <laughs> <laughs> I'll send it over. <laughs> God. Uh, but yeah, it's just it's just such a fucking mess. Like and I I put in the doc, there's a Sam Greer article um called for Games Radar called Queer Representation in Games Isn't Good Enough, but it's getting better. And like Girl, I want to agree with you, but I don't. <laughs> huh. Like, I I feel, I, Sam Greer is great. She is smart. She's cool. She's a rad trans woman. I, I just am so fucking tired of AAA games trying to do rep and then fucking it up. Like the, like the fucking Assassin's Creed Odyssey thing. Like, making a big deal about how, like, it's the first time you can do romances and you can do queer shit. And then they come out with that DLC where they're like, nope, you have to be hetero. It doesn't matter if you're Cassandra or you're Alexios. You have to have a child. Yeah, like, you have to, like, you have to have this procreation bullshit. And it's like, why? Like, why... Why would you why would you go out of your way to let people's characters be queer and then undercut it by forcing them to be like in a heterosexual partnership at the very least to have a child? Like that's such Oh you see there's a narrative justification. You you're just missing context. It's like, <laughs> no, I don't care. Like <laughs> It's like the the thing that I hate too about like, oh well there should be a narrative justification. It's like, bitch, do you know what a narrative is? <laughs> Fucking fiction. Which means that you can write a different reality. Like, it's all exactly, fake. You yeah. made it up. You could do something else. <laughs> I, I, the, 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 the argument I, I hate hearing is, um, oh, I'm okay with the character being gay. It's also just can get in the way of the story. And it's like, no! Like, no! <laughs> like, queerness is such an important part of, of people. Yeah. Like, from people that I know. Yeah. I'm like, just, just, you can't, you can't erase that, again, like, for the, for the benefit of your comfort, I also, guess. Also, like, when yeah. in your life has, has, like, has there ever been a story reason why you're gay? <laughs> like, <laughs> like, like, there has never been a point in my life where I'm like, oh, damn, it's a good thing I'm non-binary, like, get through this quest line. Like, <laughs> What? Uh, oh no, Cyberpunk's gonna have dialogue options depending on what gender you are, probably. Mm, yeah. I'm totally predicting that because they made a huge deal about like, oh, like if you have this experience or if you uh if you've done this much stuff, then like you'll get different dialogue. Uh, ah! Oh no, I'm already dreading it. Mark the day when I said this. God. <laughs> Warning. Like. Like, that just, it, it just doesn't make sense. There's no, like, again, yes, video games are stories and they are fiction, but, like, being queer is not, like, something that comes in handy or something that, like, like, there shouldn't be a narrative reason for someone being queer. Like, what the fuck is the narrative reason for someone being queer? <laughs> like, why, I just, the, I'm, I'm continuously baffled. I don't understand that logic. Like, what is the narrative reason for being straight? What is the narrative reason for being fucking white? Like, I guess, I guess there's a, I guess there's a video game plus two if you're white because you got all that fucking privilege. But like, (laughs) I just don't understand. Gamers are weird. I don't think, (laughs) like, I don't think they register shit they say. Like, I'm going to tie back with like what Chris said. They like. The whole, like, I don't want it to get in the way of the story. I don't, like, I've seen, like, things tied with that with, like, I don't want it in, like, in my face. And it's just, like, what do you mean in your face? Like, these stories all the time, it's, like, you're playing Macho Man Big Dick with his side character. (laughs) Like, like, lady side character with no personality. Like, it's, like, this is, 
I don't know. I'm. Do I want to make fun of heteros today? Do I yes. Want to? <laughs> it's just every I day, Monty. I do every day, so it's just like this. This is constantly like you know happening. You know, there's like forced hetero relationships in video games, which is whatever. I guess it's fine because it's so normalized. But like, what do you mean in your face? Is it because you're so comfortable with this going on? Or, like, let's tie into, like, bro, you're homophobic. It's just, uh, I don't know. I just really hate gamers. Why do I play games? I don't know. I don't know. I think about that every day. Every day. I'm like, why do I play games? I hate them. Why am I here? Um, But, too, it's such a fucking double standard of, like, I don't want it in my face. And, like, I don't want to see it. All this shit. And, like, like... There's such a, I'm I'm not articulating this well, but there's such a double standard of, like, queer, like, people of color, women, like, all, like, all marginalized folks are able to, like, play video games where the cishet white dude is the protagonist and, like, they're able to find some sort of empathy and relate and, like, enjoy the story. But if you ask those dudes to have that same experience with fucking anyone who's not them, it's immediately this huge issue. And it's like, like, and they always argue like, oh, well, I don't know why you have to see yourself and shit. And it's like, well, why are you not capable of fucking empathy? Like, and why are you not capable of like enjoying fiction as a medium if you can't see yourself in it? Like, it's just such ridiculous bullshit. Again, that's why, um, you know, I, I keep going back to Knife Sisters, but that was like the first game I like saw myself in in like that whole goddamn week of playing all these video games and um you know when when you don't see your own experience um and you know I, I talk about Marvel stuff all the time so like watching goddamn Iron Fist god <laughs> which could have been like an like an oppor- like an opportune time to really depict a, an amazing Asian American experience um to see like oh nope we're just you know, we're just sticking with the old he's a rich white dude story. Um it make it really feels like you you don't really matter, like you don't exist. Like, um because people who watch media, they're very impressionable. Um yeah. there will be stigmas and stereotypes that will last for decades because of like movies and TV. You know, I mean I feel like we like Think back to, like, Psycho and its depiction of mental health and, like, how we still see those tropes today and, like, how harmful they are. So, yeah, when like, it's, it's a cliche to say representation matters, but, like, fucking yeah, it does. <laughs> you know? These are real people. Well, yeah, and These it's are like, real experiences. My thing with representation matters is, like, when people argue against representation, they're like, why do you have to see yourself? Well, and it's like, why can you, mm. like, why does it threaten you to not see yourself? Like, because they're having that same exact experience that we have all the fucking time, but because they never have to deal with it, it's threatening to them. And it's like, you don't realize how fucking hypocritical you are in that, like, you don't understand why people want to see themselves, but as soon as you don't see yourself, you freak the fuck out. Yep. Exactly. Mm -hmm. I can point to a litany of games that already represents their cishet white experience. Yeah, it's called Uncharted, every single one. (laughs) They're all <laughs> macho man big dick. I'm telling you, it's a thing. Literally, like, just, like, if you want to be, like, a shitty brown hair, white, cishet dude who's super into colonialism, just fucking play Uncharted forever. <laughs> like, you're good. He's got half the shirt tucked in. Yeah, he's got a French tuck. He's his... great. Just <laughs> go fucking, just all white men only play Uncharted. That's the only game you're allowed to play now. I love the Lost Legacy, though. I love those two. <laughs> They're good characters. I didn't play like, it. I like Lost Legacy. To I have a friend who like hates Uncharted, but like was able to reclaim it through that game alone. I just like I won. I can't fuck with the Claudia Black character because all I can think of is Morgan yes, from Dragon true. Age, and two, yeah. I don't like that Laura Bailey voiced the black woman. Yes. That is absolutely true. Yeah. So I just never fucked with that game. But that's it. Totally that's the new decree. Yeah. Cishet white gamers, you get to play Uncharted. That's it. 
Don't you dare touch another game. I'll be there to arrest you. I just love how every single game in that series, like, focuses on a different foreigner to kill. Yeah. God, they're so Like, a bad. different skin color. It's like until four until you're finally, okay, yeah, you're just going to be murdering American mercenaries now. It's like, okay, sure, whatever. <laughs> oh, yeah, three was you, you're killing Englishmen. <laughs> they're all, like, dressed up nicely and they all have guns. Oh, my God. It's fucking stupid. Video games are all the same. <laughs> there are a lot of, like, you know, huge ripped, like, Doom guy. You're, you're like, a. You're, a, you're just a. I don't I remember. I forget the term you used, Monty. Like, <laughs> Macho like, Man Big Dick? Yeah, that's him. Macho Man Big <laughs> Dick. But if Macho Man Big Dick uh, kissed a dude on screen. That everyone would just fucking flip See, out, okay. right? That like, was another thing that actually made me super furious about the Overwatch S- Soldier 76 discourse, was there were so uh-huh. many people who were like, oh my god, it's so great that they gave it to, like, a macho, like, kind of bro <laughs> dude, and not, like, a flamboyant uh-huh. guy, and I was like, you can go straight to fucking hell. Like, I'm so tired, like, like, yes, I'm glad that the, the gay character isn't a fucking raging, flaming fucking stereotype. Sure. That being said, like, everyone acting as if making, like, bro-y, straight-passing dudes gay is revolutionary can fuck mm. right off. Like, I'm so tired of the femphobia that surrounds queer people, and, like, like, the call is coming from inside the house on that one, too. But, oh, yeah, there's a lot of, like, internalized, like, homophobia. It's, like, really funky. I don't know. Overwatch fandom. Wylan. The moral of the story, and I think, honestly, our Pride Month coverage in general is just kind of, like, just fucking go support indie creators. Like, just go find actual queer p- creators and support them and stop fucking begging from table scraps from companies that don't give a shit about you. No, definitely. Yeah, I'm um I I'm I'm like a huge Giant Bomb fan, and through them I've I've found so many because they 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 have like they they've had a lot of uh queer and trans creators like go on their shows and uh like their their fandom has like a lot of people who are working in the industry who are queer and trans and like that was kind of like my gateway, <laughs> and as a result, like most of my timeline is like is games focused, but a lot of them are like are are queer um. So it's, it's, it's comforting knowing that all of those people are out there. It's just that, like, you know, like you said, Caitlin, like, support them, like, put them on a platform. Um, and I'm glad, like, you know, like, Giant Bomb, Polygon, like, all those other outlets, like, for all their faults, um, they are indeed doing that. Um, it's just, it's really up to those AAA companies and just not you know, pulling all this BS that we've been talking about for the past hour. Um, so Yeah, and like shout out to all of them. And like uh, honestly, like we don't get messy gays in fucking mainstream shit. You get a lot of messy gays in like <laughs> indie queer shit. And like it's so nice yeah. and it's so much more real and I just fucking listen to our indie mixtape episode this month. We talk about Nothing but queer indie games, and it's a good place to start from. And just, yeah, just fucking throw your time and money at people who actually deserve it. It's goddamn queer eye making everyone think that we're all clean all the time. <laughs> don't get me started on queer eye, Chris. I can't. I can't do it. <laughs> it's gay time. Yeah. Oh no. It's like, I'm ready to be angry again just at the pure mention of queer eye. Yeah, let's uh, talk about that cop episode. Ooh. Oh my god! Ooh. Oh no. Anyway, this was really fun. I- <laughs> I'm not gonna get into cop. Great. I can't. I can't do it. I just can't do it. <laughs> Alright. Yeah, I think that's gonna do it for us. Uh... Chris, where can people find you on the internet? Uh, you can find me at Compenderizer on Twitter. Uh, I might, I might kind of make plugs as well. Yeah. And whatnot. Well, um, I 
got this thing, this little project. <laughs> uh, AP Marvel, it's me and uh, four um, other friends. We basically, you know, we. I think, I, I'm like not saying this to be flattering while I'm on your show, but like, you know, I feel like your gal pal has been like very much a, a guiding light in our mission to kind of um, promote uh, discourse about the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Um, so we we talk a lot of uh, we talk about a lot of things like you all watch that end game where the co-director um pretended to be a gay character for like two seconds just to like throw us a bone mm-hmm. like stuff like that mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah mm-hmm. um so yeah AP Marvel we are <laughs> we are a podcast we are a medium publication we also have our own Discord server and we are not afraid to talk about politics in Marvel so. Check us out. Check out our Patreon. Um, some cool stuff, I promise you. Hell yeah. All right, Monty, where can the people find you? Guys can find me at 3DS Boy. The three is spelled out. And also, Monty has fucking dope cosplay columns coming out now on oh. Wednesdays. So you oh. should read those. Again, highlighting fucking queer creators. We out here. Uh, yep. Uh, that made me feel. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And you can find me at CG and 8Rs on Twitter. Palin' Around is a product of Your Geeky Gal Pal, which you can find on all social media at Your Geeky Gal Pal and Your Geeky Gal Pal dot com. If you want to hang out with us and our friends, you can join our Discord server. The link is in the episode description. And if you like the show, be sure to rate and review it on iTunes or wherever you listen to podcasts, but please make it be iTunes. Um, Also, I realize we've kind of been dropping the ball on the end of the show shout outs lately, I think, because we just get too furious and forget. Um, But I want to shout out, speaking of queer shit and highlighting queer creators, um, I want to shout out the Orange Grows Podcast Network, which is a network run by my friend Joe. Um, I have a couple shows on there. Not, I'm not going to plug them, but um, <laughs> there are tons and tons of queer and non-binary folks making shows on that network, and the network is super rad and pays for the hosting for all of the shows on there to help creators out with expenses. Um, so they're super dope. You can check them out on the orangegroves.net.com. I should have looked. It'll be in the description, <laughs> and they have a Patreon too, which I'll also put in the description. But you should definitely support them. It helps indie podcast creators who do really, really good shit um, get their shows out there. And there's really fun tiers, like you get cut content from the show, so like you can listen to Joe and I just scream about bullshit on our Fallout Boy podcast and all the parts that gets cut out. And all I think pretty much all of the shows do it, so you get like a ton of cut content. Um, and they're just doing really good shit, so you should definitely check them out and support them as well. It is dot com. Orangegroves.com. <laughs> I think it's the orangegroves.com. Correct. You're okay. Correct. It'll be in the uh, the right URL will be in the description, so just click that. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think that's gonna wrap us Shout up. Shout out to They Them Bears. I love that show because they they point me in the direction of many queer literature that I would otherwise might have missed. Yeah, they literally have a show about being non-binary, y'all. Like, definitely yeah. check them out. It's awesome. Um, and that's I think that's gonna do it for us. So we're we're gonna say bye now. Goodbye. Uh, bye now. Bye. <laughs> Welcome to They Them There's a monthly non-binary discussion podcast. We're here, we're queer, let's talk about it. My name is Joe. And my name is Rain. We're non-binary, and once a month we sit down and we talk about gender. 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 <laughs> we talk about our experiences with gender expression, pronouns, and other parts of the trans and non-binary experience. We also talk about a lot of anime and music that we like and relate to. And our cats. Yeah. <laughs> you can listen at theorangegroves.com or search They Them Theirs on your podcast app of choice. Until next time, take care, and remember, nice gender. <laughs>